I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Hi, 50-ishers. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome to another episode of Don't Give a 50, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a 50. We're not slowing down. We're not putting on the handbrake. We are thriving. We are living our best lives. We're having the best crack we can at it anyway, Trish, every single week. I feel like today's a good day. Yeah, today's a good day. I couldn't agree more. Hey, hooray for your little how to rate and review. I know, right? (laughs) I Googled its ass and found out how to do it. How to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Well, Tutorial. I'm to, my next one is Spotify. That's my next one. Oh, I don't even know if you can to, do it, but if you can, I'm going to find out. We need to find out. So Trish did post a little tutorial on how to do that on our Instagram page, and we've had a few people jump and on what, and Pete, review. And this is what I've said. We've said it before in the intro, and I said it on the tutorial, but what I've actually seen is the correlation in when – you go on and rate and review, it actually helps us in the charts because we jumped up. Yeah. So more people see it, more people download it. The numbers are good for us. Okay. It's just not about our ego. It helps us in podcast land. It does. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts. good business. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please, please check out Trisha's review, uh, not review, sorry, her little tutorial on our Instagram page. If you're unsure how to do it, follow her instructions. We'll it's put really it in easy. our real section so it's there for you forever. Okay, that all right. Can you remind me to do that, I'll please? I'll Google it and do it. All right. So back to one of our lovely 50-ishers who jumped on and left us a review and a rating. So Emrose gave us a five-star review and wrote, just love listening to my two friends. Oh, I love you, Em. I now consider them friends virtually after 15 episodes I've caught up on what I needed to when I commute home three days a week. From the snort giggles and crack-ups <laughs> to the enlightening discussions and diverse range of guests, the episodes fly past so much, you'll be tempted to just keep on driving to listen to more. Oh, bless you. I was heart, so em. daunted about turning 50. Now I really don't give a 50 hoots and a lot of that I contribute to you gals. Thanks ladies. Congratulations. I'm thrilled a little birdie put me on to you. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome. Isn't she a treasure? Absolute treasure. Thank you so much. we're going to go through this ladies. So Trish... Moving on to today's episode, I was really looking forward to this. I, for one, need a lot more zen in my life because it's not a strength, as you know. So today we're talking to Laurie Seitz. Now, Laurie is the founder and CEO of Zen Rabbit. And Zen Rabbit is the name of her company. And it's a really cute story of how that company came about and and, and also how it has 
transformed and it's interesting because you know we talk about the chapters of our lives and mm. that that company name started as a gratitude cookie company and now is something yeah. completely different so i think mm. that's cool of how we can actually completely reinvent ourselves yeah, yeah. when when the need or the urge or when our past no longer Ah, is serving you? Serving, that is the word I was searching for. Thank you, Mel. Yeah. Word girl. So Laurie is a recognised gratitude and meditation expert and she actually guides entrepreneurs and corporate teams from stressed and chaotic Chaotic. Chaotic. <laughs> I wonder if she can help with my grasp on the actual <laughs> English language to be peaceful and focused. Yeah, she provides tools and techniques for increasing sales, enhancing relationships and improving overall health, which is pretty impressive. It is pretty to impressive. To have in your bio, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. she is. And she mm-hmm. is an impressive lady. She's a fun lady. And yeah. I think we've made another friend. I think you'll all love her and you'll mm. want her to be your friend as well. So thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Laurie and we hope you do too. Hi, Laurie. Welcome to Don't Give a 50. Thanks for joining us all the way from the States. How are you this morning or this evening? I'm doing really well. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're so nice excited to, to have you. And yeah. can I just say that whilst we're virtually meeting across the computer screen, your smile is so infectious. I love it. It's yes, energizing me. Thank you. You thank have you. a very, very big smile. We'll put it on our socials for you, peeps. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you yeah. can see for yourselves. So I'm going to jump right in, Laurie, and say when I went onto your website and saw your cover image and title, which read, fuck being fine, I thought this girl's going to be a great fit for us. So it just seems like such a grounded and realistic thing to say. For our 50ish tribe who haven't seen your website or read up about you, can you give them some context around this and fuck being fine? Yeah, you know, I work with a lot of people who are in their 40s and 50s, and they're reaching this point in life where they've been living, everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's not great, but it's not terrible either. It's fine. And then they reach a point where it's like, fuck, I can't be just fine any longer. I need something more. And it's their soul crying out for growth, which is a natural thing. But yeah, we, I think we all were, a lot of us reached that point. And some people can continue living their life just everything fine. And then there's this other group of us that are just like, no, no, mm. I cannot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're searching for something more. Fine seems at times such an insipid word, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it's the it's sort of like a, a go-to. Insipid. You know, insipid. I always love that word, insipid. Insipid, yeah. Insipid, it's yeah. just like vanilla, isn't it? It's just like no, nothing beige. really. It's like beige. <laughs> Yes, fine. Is the like equivalent beige. to beige. Fine. I love that. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, thank you. Yeah, fine is the equivalent of beige. Yep, so, Laurie, it. can mm. you share with us your own kind of personal highlight reel, bit of your backstory, kind of where you started, where life has taken you, and then I guess so we can fast track Mel and I and our listeners getting to know you. And I guess we'd love to hear your story, your reinvention, and when you went, fuck being fine. I've had enough of that. Mm, Tell us. Okay. So, yeah, so my story is I was running a business called Zen Rabbit Baking Company for 11 years. And after 11 years, and so what it was, it was I was selling a product called the Gratitude Cookie that was based on a family recipe. And I was marketing it as a way for businesses to say thank you to their clients and to people who sent them referrals. And couldn't get that business to be profitable. Laurie, can after- I, sorry to interrupt you, but were you like a home baker? Were you making these cookies yourself? Like, did it start that and then grow or... It did start that way. Yeah, wow. Not out of my home because the the laws and weren't oh, yeah. amenable to all that, doing that. But all that so I started- food safety business. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, who who wouldn't care? Like, who cares if there's cat fur in the I mean, cookies? Nobody. Three cares. second rule, right? Yeah. So, but I did start out baking them myself and then I graduated to having an assistant and then I graduated to having a a commercial bakery that was kind of my baking partner. And so, yeah, so I ran that business 11 years, couldn't get it to be profitable, couldn't scale it the way I would have liked. And I decided to shut it down in 2014. 
And around that same time, I'd already decided I was going to do that. And then my mom was diagnosed with an acute form of leukemia and passed away six weeks later. Oh, Laurie, so, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's fast. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So that was nine years ago. And at the time, I that's when I really started looking at, okay, do I want to live the next 20 years the same way I've lived the last 20? Yeah. And again, not that they were terrible. They were not. Mm. They were fine. And really started examining, okay, and, and what will I do differently moving forward? Mm -hmm. And so fast forward another four years, I decided to leave my marriage after 22 years. We'd been together for like 28 years and moved across the country for a year. Then I decided to move back to where I live now because this just feels like home. Mm -hmm. And But yeah, so that was a major upheaval. I mean, we'd been together my entire adult life. And, uh, but everything there was fine. You know, mm. like that relationship was not serving either one of us truly. Yeah. We'd kind of gotten to the point where we just, we didn't have anything else to say to each other really. Mm. And it's funny, and, Laurie, because I think you still love that person. They're your best friend and you get along so well and you can't imagine living without them. Like this is a story we hear a lot, but yeah. Yeah. That, that's run its course. So it's like, hang on, I don't not like you or love you enough to really create this upheaval in our lives. But the curiosity of, yeah, as they say, you know, is the grass greener? Do you just have to water it or what do you do? Yeah, well, it, it's true. I do still love him. We were not necessarily best friends anymore. Yes. And yep. part of my inspiration or incentive for leaving was actually – I didn't think it was fair to him yeah. to be in a relationship with somebody who didn't love him like passionately and as much as he deserves. Yes. Got you. Yeah. And so that's why as I, you know, of course I deserve the same, but my inspiration for doing it was more for him yeah. than for myself, which is kind of crazy, but, but yeah, there's no animosity there and we still talk once in a while my mail still goes to that address, a lot of it. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, it's a huge um, chapter yeah. of your life, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. very significant. But at the same time, Laurie, you must have been quite sure of your feelings to leave the marriage. It was a big risk, and I can't say I was 100% sure. Okay. There was a lot of guilt and not shame necessarily, but frustration that I couldn't make it work. Like I right. tried for so many years to make this work, like – like you can do such a thing. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like if you're putting that effort in, it, is it really meant to be? You know, is it if it's not yeah. meant to be easy? I mean, you've got to put some effort in. I get that. Yeah. Mm. In hindsight, would you have done anything different there? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But it did take a while to get past that, that guilt and sadness, just sadness, like harder to do that than to, to mourn that than, than my mom's passing. Wow. And the reason for that is because, yeah, but here's why. Yeah. Because I, I decided to do that. Like I had no control over my mom's oh, yeah, sure. situation or passing. Yeah. But leaving the marriage, that was my own doing. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And especially when mm -hmm. there would be tough times, I imagine you'd be kind of in those moments second guessing yourself going, you know, was it yeah. bad enough? As yeah. you say, you know. It, was it fine right. enough or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, because it was fine. Like, why Why would you leave something that was fine? But again, I knew my soul wanted something more, that, there, it, that it's possible. Yep. And I was determined to step out and see if I could find it. Mm. So, Laurie, after you left the relationship and moved away and then moved back, what the transformation into – I guess that movement or, you know, you championing the whole, you know, fuck women being fine or fuck this being fine or oh, we're saying it a lot today, aren't we're we? We're saying getting it a, lot. a little bit looser. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to revert back to 15 being fine? I'm feeling a little bit. No. Anyway. No, I don't um, think so. So, yeah, what, what, what. I'm a very bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't we need don't much mind. influencing. We'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> so what from your personal, like the relationship, what, 
from a reinventing lorry and I guess transitioning into this new stage of life from the Zen Rabbit turning from the Gratitude Cookie Company to what it is today. So the past five years have been really a an expansion into more confidence, more who I really am and and taking things in a direction that I probably wouldn't have if I was still in the relationship. Mm. You know, it was, you know, being pushed off a cliff, you have to learn how to fly. Yeah, yeah jump yeah. in the deep end, you got to swim, right? So right. what was the first right. step? Like, how did you get here besides that <laughs> one we just talked about? Oh, yeah. What was the first step? Well, one thing I always credit is the support of my friends. Like, I don't know how I would have gotten through that entire experience without the support and yeah, the support of my friends. Mm -hmm. That and female network often, is such an important mm, and treasured. That's invaluable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Or maybe there were some males yeah, in absolutely. there as well. I shouldn't just discount them. There, yeah, were, there were a couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but but the female friends, yeah, that you call when you're in, you know, crying hysterically and thinking I made a mistake and this was terrible and, yeah. And at the same time, what I also recommend to people is that your friends are great. You need that support system. And then you also need, whether it's a therapist or a coach, those, they serve different roles and you maybe need both, but somebody that's outside, who's an objective person to help you manage through this. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally yeah. agree. And I think when you're having that conversation with the friend and with the therapist, or the coach. The different thing is with the therapist and potentially the coach is that they can and will call you on the backstory that's going on. The friend might, depending on the friend, but right. I think that these other people are trained in going, yeah, well, I can see what you're telling and you're trying to convince yourself and your subconscious and me that this is what's going on, but cut the bullshit because we all know it's not true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a much more objective opinion plus as as objective as friends might think they are when you change it changes your relationship with them and they could be like what's the word i'm looking for they could be fair weather in, friends intimidated <laughs> fair weather friend now i'm thinking like like when it could make them look at their own stuff yes mm -hmm. And they might not want to do that oh, or yeah. they might not like what they see. Mm. And so they're, a bit um, defensive. they're not necessarily objective. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The more defensive. Yeah. Because they're uncomfortable. Sorry. I was going to say it was interesting mm. because after I left, four of my friends left their ma their marriages as well. It was almost like they were waiting to see if I burst into flames. And it, since I didn't, ah. it was safe for them to do it too. Wow. Interesting. That is interesting. Mm. We do. There's a friend of ours and she has said for years that her belief is that and we talk about seasons or chapters in our life that there's three significant relationships in your life. It's your childhood sweetheart, the one you have children with, and then you have forever after. <laughs> <laughs> but Mel and I, we got married late, so we're saying that we've we're hopefully blended yeah. the last two into that one person. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, cool. that's the hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah we do. I think so. We did. I'm wait. going with that. I'm going <laughs> yeah. I'll run with that one as well. Yeah, because we missed that middle chapter. That was kind of pre-dating when people were getting married early in their twenties. I think. Mm. Yeah, I was pretty much out of control in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> did get a bit wild there for a while. This is why we are relating so well right now. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. also in our chat with the psychiatrist George Blair West, he says that that is what your twenties are for. Yeah, You're yeah, meant to be yeah. doing that. Yeah, well, I believe. And so. us that have done that potentially will have much more success at long term management. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen anything to change my thinking on that one, to be honest with you. But anyway, I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule. But yeah, well, I, I think remember. I think it was Tony Robbins. <clears throat> There was an analogy that he used that, you know, when you're in the nursing home sitting in the rocking chair, you don't want to have any regrets. Now, I think that when I look back at my 20s and I'm at, in the nursing chair, oh, nursing chair, the, I'm nursing certainly home. not going to be in a nursing chair, in a rocking chair in a nursing home, I'm going to have a little smile on my face going, good on you, love. Yeah. <laughs> I might have one or two regrets, but everything else, oh, no. everything else will be no, good. Laurie, I heard you talk about getting quiet enough to find your inner truth. Tell us why this is so important. So how do you go about this and how do you know it's your inner truth and not your 
fanciful imagination or something else that's going yeah. on in there. See, I kind of I, – I get a bit creative in my own mind and I think, well – is that my intuition? Is mm. that my soul saying I've got to do this or is it just me being fanciful? Does it matter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I thought I bet she answers this question with does it matter? <laughs> I don't think it matters. It's that voice that only you can hear because we're so conditioned to pay attention to everything, all the voices and, and advice that's going on around us, traditional media, social media, families, friends, society, they're all telling us how they want us to be. Yeah. But what is your inner voice telling you? Because that's your truth. And it may sound completely crazy to anyone else. It may sound crazy to you, but that's your truth. Yep. And that's the voice to listen to because it will not steer you wrong. But we have to get quiet enough to hear it because there is so much noise going on outside of us. And does it matter if it's it shows up in different ways? It's through your imagination. It's through intuition. It's through Wayne Dyer had a quote that prayer is us talking to God and intuition is God talking to us. Love that. And I mean, let's face it. Imagine if Beyonce said, that's ridiculous. That's just my fanciful imagination. That'll never happen. I don't get it. Beyonce, Queen Bee. Well, if she never thought that she could do it, then she wouldn't be as oh, successful as she is. I don't know her backstory. Well, I don't really she's know any rock star. Yeah, no, I know she's a rock star. I know she's cool. But she had but to be I don't an ordinary know. child at some stage. Oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess she did, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. at some point she was ordinary. <laughs> Supposed. <laughs> well, maybe not ordinary. I don't know. I mean, her mm. family, no, but I, I guess her what I'm saying: those people that read reach great heights must listen to something yeah. and go. Actually, I believe I can do this. Mm. Either they believe they can do it or this could have been in her case because she was very young when they started and her family kind of supported her Mm. in her, like pushed her to that effort that somebody else believes in you enough until you can believe in yourself. I had a mentor say that to me as well. Oh, that is, I love that. Oh, and can you repeat that for our 50-ish tribe? Yeah. Sometimes we need other people to believe in us enough until we can believe in ourselves. And again, that is something that a coach can do with you. Yes, mm. I do. I like that. So tell us how we how we do how do we access that quiet, that inner voice? How do mm. you do it? How did you find it? Meditation is how I do it. And I love talking about all the myths and misconceptions around meditation because when I bring up the word meditation, most people are like, "Oh yeah, I'm not good at that." because I can't clear the thoughts in my head or because I can't sit for an hour or because whatever. Yep. And the truth is those, all of those things are not necessary for meditation. You can, if you focus on your breathing for three minutes, there have been studies that even three minutes a day has a benefit. Isn't that and amazing? If you sat for three minutes, yeah, yeah. If you sat for three minutes and just focused on breathing in really deeply all the way to your abdomen and breathing out, I'm sitting here breathing now. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. I mean, I apologize if people can hear me breathing into the microphone. (laughs) It's like when people talk about pelvic floor exercises, you immediately start doing them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, Lauren, nobody knows. Hold the pee. What What is your meditation practice like? You know, for you regularly, like how did it? Where did it start? And where is it now? Yeah. So, when I was 10 years old, my mom took my brother and me to a meditation class. Oh my gosh, you sound, your mum sounds like me. My children would be horrified, but that's something I would love to do. Yeah. So we had this great foundation. It was a course that's now known as the Silva Method. And it was started by Jose Silva. It's now, I don't owned or licensed by Mind Valley. I don't know if you're familiar with the company Mind Valley. Okay. So Silva Method, Vishen Lakiani, the founder of Mind Valley, that was also his introduction to meditation was the Silva method when he was a kid. And so learned this at 10 years old, didn't practice it consistently for the next 35 years, would do it once in a while and then skip a few years. And then it was never consistent until after my mom passed and Mm. closing my business Mm. and lots of chaos, you know, mental chaos and came back to meditation. Interestingly enough, it was Vishen Lakiani's meditation. He has one called the six phase meditation that you can find on YouTube if you Google. And that's what I got back. I got into and I 
did it consistently. And now my practice is every morning I do a meditation before I get out of bed. Do you, and is it a guided meditation or a quiet one or which, which do you choose? Usually it's guided. It's not always the same one. Mm. So there's an app, there's an app called Insight Timer. That's yes, the one I, that use. I recommend. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's free. Yeah. And they have hundreds of thousands of meditations. So I love that one. In fact, the six phase meditation is on there. Is it? Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. If you search on six phase meditation, it will come up. And you know, with and that app, what I love is it's almost like having a pack of tarot cards or whatnot. It's like what apps, what meditation is yeah. going to pop up for me today? Or you'll put yes. something in the search bar about how you're feeling or what you're dealing with or, you know, today I want to be productive or, you know, calm the farm or whatever. And you get something that's relevant to you on that day. So I think it's like a little bit of universal intervention on what I need yeah at that point in time okay. yeah I love it so I so I listen typically I listen to a guided meditation which again people think like that you have to sit in silence but you don't guided meditations count music behind it counts like it's all about finding what works for you exactly and because Mel will often say I find it hard to meditate because <laughs> I've got so many voices in my head saying did the do this do this but yet Mel loves to go for a swim and so that to me is just a different Oh, it's form definitely of meditative. Meditation. So ocean swimming has that yeah. meditative effect. Yeah. But I've just yeah. got back I've just got back to Insight Timer after oh, a break good. of a few years. But I like the fact that you can if you've only got three minutes, you can do that. Yeah. And because it's guided, they remind you to go back to your breath. Which is because my right. brain goes off and then they go, if your thoughts have gone off. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's Thank me. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. And they say, come back to your breath. And, and you I need that reminder. You can search for them too. And you can go, okay, I've only got three minutes or I've got 10 minutes or I've got 15 minutes because yeah. I don't have very good time awareness. <laughs> Yeah. Laurie, you'll be proud of me. Yesterday I had a out-of-the-blue fast-tracked MRI and I freaking hate MRIs. Like I'm claustrophobic. That, my friend. Mm-hmm. And so I was absolutely freaking out, but there was a cancellation. So I had to, you know, it was like, okay, I don't have time to think about it. So off I went and I did my breathing. I mean, I ha- they have to put a mask on me. Yeah. I literally yeah. freak out. But I used, the because I've just got back to Insight Timer, I used the breathing to just to yeah. try and calm myself and it really helped. So really I had helped. a yeah. similar thing where I had to go into the tunnel. Is that the yeah, MRI? And yeah. they get ahead and I was oh. doing that and they were saying, can you just breathe normally? Are you holding your breath? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. Like, oh, I thought I was doing really well to yeah. keep myself calm. I've, yeah. yeah, I've always got my hand on that panic button. I can tell you that right now. But anyway, it is yeah. I, it, it is amazing. Like, And obviously you know, we know and I'm fascinated in the benefits of that if you focus on your breathing for just three minutes a day. Like that's incredible because most people have got three minutes. Right. I mean, if you come on three minutes, Mm -hmm. really, you don't have three Mm. minutes Mm. because what it does is it calms your entire nervous system. It helps oxygenate your brain and your body. So now you're, you're thinking more clearly, which can help you be more productive, which can help you be more creative, which can help you be more focused on the tasks at hand. Yeah. All of these benefits, I mean, in three minutes, so it increases when you do more, but even just in those three minutes. Laurie, in your, when I was doing research and I saw that on your website and part of the stuff that you offer to people is a customized meditation. And I was really mm. fascinated about that. Is that a customized guided medica- medication? Medication. Can I have some customized yeah. guided medication, please? <laughs> it serves the same purpose. Yes, yes. that's what I was thinking. It's Can kind you of the same. explain like that process, kind of what is it and the why behind it? And how do, how do you yeah, customize so it? It's, it's a guided, customized gratitude meditation. So one of the things- That ticks we, a lot of boxes. About, Yes, exactly. So it's, it's gratitude meditation. But the thing about, you know, people talk about feeling gratitude or doing, bringing things to mind that you're grateful for. Yep. And the key, the key to actually manifesting stuff, or if you don't care for the word manifesting, achieving Oh no, we love it. We, we love it. Yeah. Yep. Right. So same thing what you're, it's what you're doing. The way to attract that, which you would like to have in your life in is through energy and the energy is through feeling. So you can think about it, 
that's a great first step. But then you have to feel. Mm. What does it feel like to be in gratitude? And a lot of people struggle with that. And so I recommend, what does joy feel like? That's sometimes a little easier to get in touch with. What does joy feel like? Same thing. It's the same energetic vibration, joy and gratitude. So these gratitude meditations, what I do is I have people fill out a form and fill out what has happened in the past that you're grateful for in your life. And then what is what are some things that are currently in your life that you're grateful for? And then what is what are the things that you'd like to manifest? And then I put it together and take you through feeling gratitude for the things in the past because it's sometimes easier, a lot of times, easier to feel gratitude for things that have already happened mm -hmm. and then feel gratitude for the things that you currently have. Like that's easy. It's not always easy to feel gratitude for things that haven't manifested into your life yet. Like how can I be grateful or how can and I, I think feel that's, grateful that's for something this, I don't have yet? Yeah, the skeptic point. in us. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Going, I really and want so, this. That's the goal. But do I really believe I can do it? Right. And so these meditations take you through. So you're already feeling gratitude for the past and the present. Now it's easy to just slip into feeling gratitude for what you're manifesting as if it has already happened. And right. when you can get to that place, that magnetizes it to you so much faster. That is so, because when you're saying this, I'm going, okay, that makes sense because, you know, if talking about the processing or processes of manifestation is working out what you want, mm. sometimes you'll do your vision board and have a look at that every day and whatnot. Mm. But if you've got a guided meditation that you can listen to that's just playing every mm. day in your head, whether it be five minutes, ten minutes, whatever, mm. and that's kind of, it's like a verbal vision board. Yeah, that's manifesting in yes. your head. Yeah, it, that, it must that be makes very sense powerful. how you can fast track that. That's, yeah, that is how it works. Plus, when you have all those thoughts in your head, like you, Mel, mm. the when you're listening to stuff that's about you, it's your story. So your mind is paying closer to attention. It mm. may still wander. Yeah, and that's okay. You bring it back, but it doesn't wander as much because it's listening to a story about you. Oh, interesting. And I would imagine too, in order to get people to feel gratitude, like you were saying before, they have to access memory, don't they? Like they actually do mm -hmm. have to go back to their past and think, well, when was a time that I felt joy or I felt this overwhelming yeah. sense of gratitude for something like that? that? So you feeling like? Yeah, yeah. And trying to harness it. Laurie. Right. Mm. And that's what those questions do. And then mm. I put healing frequency music underneath. Ah. Oh, I like it. Tricky. Part. Tricky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like back in the day and when so. they said that, you know, like the recordings had hidden messages underneath. Like the <laughs> yeah. subliminal messages. No, it's brainwashing. It's not hidden. You'll hear it. <laughs> yeah, You'll hear yeah, yeah. music too. Yeah. I like it. But like I'm it. referring back to the 70s when there was all that yeah. kind of right. playing the records backwards uh -huh. and it was evil oh, music. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, heavy metal music. Oh, <laughs> music, all that sort of stuff. Laurie, one question I have is that with the talk of manifesting and the mindset of, you know, if we just do this, if we listen to our meditation, if we whatnot, then these things will happen. It will all be fast-tracked. But yet I think the generation before us have conditioned us that the only way for success is hard work. Mm -hmm. What do you find with <laughs> You're laughing. Yeah, what? Yeah. Tell us why you're what laughing. What do you find? Oh, like, now we're is, getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Is that true or false? Is it hard work or can you fast track it with a bit of this kind of, you know, manifestation, meditation, gratitude? Yes. This whole concept, this belief that we've been ingrained with that hard work equals success is total bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Can you can we get can you just hold the line? I'll get my husband on the line and we can join him in this conversation. <laughs> Come over for dinner because mm -hmm. I want to I want to be a, I want to seat at this table. <laughs> We've been conditioned to believe that hard work equals success, and so we have a whole I think beyond more than just one generation. We have a whole mm. world of high achievers who beat themselves up for not being productive enough all the yes. time, even though they're working 15 hours a day yep. and never stopping to recharge their batteries because I'll take a break when the work is finished and the work is never finished. And you go to bed every night feeling like I didn't do enough today. Yeah. Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah. So much. <sighs> yep. The, the real truth 
is that we need to be more intentional. We need to allow things to happen. We cannot make things happen. We've been programmed to believe that hard work and making things happen and hustle 24 seven. And that's how you reach the pinnacle of success. And you can become successful that way, mm -hmm. but at what expense? Yeah. And in what terms of is, your health, your relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And what is your measure of success? You know, correct. Is, yeah, exactly. Is it yeah. material? Is it relationships? Is it, you know, I, I guess that's the thing. It's your value system, isn't it? Right. And it doesn't really matter what your definition of success is. The truth is you do not need to work so hard to achieve it. The key is allowing, and this is, is counterintuitive, okay. allowing things to be as they are. Now, this does not mean you don't take action. You're not sitting on your couch expecting, you know, bags of money to fall from the sky or, you know, Mr. Right to show up at your door. Just not, not going back to the seventies power of positive thinking where you just said, I'm going to win the lotto. I'm going to win the lotto. I'm going to win the lotto. And it comes. Didn't. Right. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, it didn't. There, there is. Yeah. I mean, there is a power in thinking positively because otherwise yeah. when you're complaining and criticizing all the time, you just attract more of that to yourself. Yep. But taking action, but taking inspired action. And this is again where it comes back to why it's so important to get in touch with your inner voice. Yep. And what is it telling you to do? What is it inspiring? And why meditation is so important or some kind of practice, whether it's meditation or journaling or whatever it is, especially in the morning when you're setting your tone and intention for your day and getting into that right mind space so that you can know that you can take the actions that you need to take. And then once you've spent the time, let's say it's four or five hours a day, like how much time can you really put into doing the thing? I know. And then allow yourself time to go recharge. Because yeah. that's what we do, don't we? We get up and we just start this snowball of activity and we do mm -hmm. all the insipid mundane stuff that we just have to do and then we don't actually carve out that time for what we really want to do or, yeah, what we what's going to give us the most joy towards our goals and also what, you know, when we need to recharge, sitting on the couch watching Netflix and going, that's okay because I've ticked those boxes today and this also gives me joy. Yeah, I think that's important to not feel guilty about taking time to recharge. Because we've often had the conversation right. and I think women too, men as well, but that kind of I've been busy, what have you been up to? I've been busy, I've been so busy. It's mm. like a badge of honour for and it's yes. like, well, no, why can't we just say, oh, you know, I've had such a great time, I've done a bit today but I watched a bit of Netflix. Honestly, mm. great day. It can be easy. See, this is the thing. We mm. think it has to be hard. And if it's not hard, then it's not worth doing. And we're not, not working working um, enough. We're not putting yeah. in enough if it's not difficult. If we're not right. flogged, right. then we should be doing a bit more. Yes. It, interesting. I was standing on the bluff, like our local headland this morning, just looking out at the Pacific Ocean. It's so beautiful. And I often take a video, this sort of sweeping video, which I post yes, on stunning. my stories. And Every and, time she does and my that, husband, when I'm out going, at the farm, I'm going, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And my husband goes, oh, here she goes again, taking another video <laughs> of the ocean. But anyway, I love it. It's my thing. But there was a, it was six o'clock, so the sun hadn't even come up. It was just, but it was pre-dawn. It was so beautiful, and there was a, a young guy sitting to my right, just with his coffee cup, just looking at the ocean. This beautiful, mm. calm, placid ocean. And then there was a young girl to my left writing in a journal. Oh, nice! And I thought, isn't this cool? You two are taking yes. the time, and now we're having this conversation. I think See, the next so it's all generation. It's all much more in touch with that. They're much. More I think balanced. they are. Yeah, yeah. Because I've got us. Trailblazers, see? Putting the messages out there. Yeah. Go ask. They girls. see us all burnt out they, and cranky. See, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. They're like, these people have worked so hard. What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> right. What is the point? Because we get to this point in our life and we're like, I don't know what I've been doing. Like, first of all, how did I get here? Like 25 years, 30 years just went by. In a blink. How did... Right. How did we get here? And then you start looking at your life and you're going, I'm not really having fun here. Yes. So what's the point? Exactly. To hear the point and find out more, we'll be back with Laurie just after this break. 
So, 50s tribe, let us tell you about one of our little favourite shopping haunts. Sweet Charlotte Studio. So, they have two standalone stores on the Sunshine Coast. However, they have a really large online store and this is important for all our 50-ishers who don't live on the sunny coast yes, and can't access. Like me. If you live remote <laughs> like me, it's very handy. The website itself is so easy to navigate and you may even recognise some of the models when you go on there. Yes, because Trish and I are on there quite a lot, which is just an absolute thrill to do that. So yeah, if you jump online, you will see us. Staff are super helpful. So if you are shopping online, you can always give them a call or reach out. Also, they have heaps of natural fibres, linens and silks and gorgeous relaxed styles that I absolutely love. Visit their website, sweetcharlottestudio.com.au to get 10 percent off your first order enter the code dgaf10 that's dgaf in capitals 10 hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Laurie, before we went to our quick break, we were talking about the point and I am really interested to hear more about the point because I often have this conversation with my husband. He is the dealer principal of a car dealership. We also have some transport trucks and farm machinery, etc. And he has always a lot of frustrations with the younger generation coming through that, you know, the same work ethic and, and rah, rah, rah. And I sometimes think, well, babe, are they the ones that have got it right? Well, we're the crazy ones that worked our ass off, worked, you know, you were grateful for have a job, you didn't worry about overtime because you just felt like that's what you do to have to get ahead and whatnot. And then I feel like all these big corporations, you know, made a lot of profit on our backs just because of the the mindset of gratitude or whatever to have the job. Mm. And then I have this conversation with him going, well, are they the smart ones? Like, are they the ones going, no, I need a mental health day or I need this or I need that? So it's kind of, I can see where they're at but he's still in the old school way. And and I get that because he's conditioned from his father who was like that, who was conditioned from his father oh, who was like that. Fully. So it's yeah, what, generational. What, what do you think the point is? Yeah, we have generations of conditioning and I think there's a little bit of both because I think some of the younger generations could stand to have, it's not necessarily a work ethic as much as a commitment to being better because I've heard stories from like my brother, for example, working with some of the younger people coming up in, in his organization and he's trying to help them be the best they can be at their job yep. and making corrections and giving them pointers. And then they come back and it's the same work. Like they didn't fix anything. Yes. Yep. yep. And he's like, after four or five times, he's like, well, screw it. I'm just going to do it myself. Yes. 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 They, can, they can be a little bit better on that part. Yeah. But the whole idea of taking a mental health break or taking time to recharge and not working so hard all the time is healthier. Mm. It's the so when we were talking about the point to me the point what we're doing here is we are having like life is about experiences yep and life is about finding joy and having fun and yes if you can be of service to other people and you can provide value to the world on top of that great yep but if you're doing if you're working your hands to the bone or you know working 70 hours a week and you're just wearing yourself down and not having fun. What is the point there? That's yeah. the thing. Mm. The point is life is for, is it is finite and it is, it doesn't matter how much time we get. 
Mm-hmm. It is never, it never seems like enough. Yeah. You know, somebody who's 110 will still say life went by very quickly. Yeah, that's right. And I didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. what can you do to make the time that you do have here the best time it could be? And I suppose there are always exceptions because I think some people are energized and get a lot of joy out of working very hard, particularly if it's, ba- mm-hmm. like if it's mm-hmm. in their own businesses. Yeah. Like I know my husband gets up, Mark gets up every day and he can't wait to get to work. Yeah. It's I his mean, own business. He's mm-hmm. Our husbands are, are very similar. They, they are they workaholics, do. but he loves it. He's happy. Yeah. He mm-hmm. gets up, he's happy. He comes home from work, he's happy. So I suppose, but, you know, there's – I think they are the exception rather than the rule. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, there's nothing wrong with that. If, mm. if you are having joy out of working, then I'm all for it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Most people though yeah. are not getting that kind if of you're, joy out of what If you're questioning, if you're questioning and you're starting to say, what is the yeah. point? That, yeah, that's, I think, a, a, you know, an, a bit of a red flag, isn't it? That mm-hmm. it's time to, yeah, ch- make some changes. Laurie, one of the and huge challenges I have, sorry, I cut you off then. We're dreadful at that. No, I, I say we say are, but I'm again, doing it. That's why you need to get in touch with your inner voice so you can figure out what the next thing is. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. So one of the huge challenges I have, and I'm sure I'm not alone, is maintenance of new habits or when I, 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 rituals or programming. Like I feel like I can quieten down. I have no problem with relaxing. I can listen to my own inner voice. Sometimes I have issues with working out if it's intuition or if I'm in, off in my own little fantasy land. But as you said, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. Mm. but I can be brilliant for weeks, even months, all in. I'm all or nothing and it's it's almost like that, I don't know, not perfectionist because I think I'm a bit chaotic to be a perfectionist, but there is an element of that in there. Like if I'm not going to do everything and nail it, then what's the point? But how do we stop getting back on that slippery slide? Like I've been saying to myself for a while now, I'm falling forward. So even if I, you know, kind of mess up or not necessarily mess up, but, you know, break that great consistency I've got going, it's kind of a kind of approach. But do you have any tips on kind of how we keep that consistency when we've heard that inner voice and we're doing this gratitude and meditation? How do we stop getting on that slippery slide from falling back into our own habits? And that's going to be something that I think we have, that we face all the time, no matter what. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of, of conditioning to undo, isn't it? It is. Because think of how many years you've not been doing mm. these things. And it's a matter of having grace with yourself and recognizing, okay, you're not a terrible person because you missed a few weeks. Just get back on, on track. And think about how did you feel when you were doing it? And how do you feel when you're not doing it? Yeah. And yeah. Oh, it's so you'll true. notice typically mm-hmm. that you feel better when you are doing it. So yeah. then, yeah. then it becomes, well, why don't you want to feel that way? Yes. And that can often move you back onto the right track. But it's, it's mm. about having grace. And it's funny. I like that. It's about having grace. I My daughter's middle name is Grace and I actually stole the idea off a friend because I felt like it was the only Grace I was going to ever give up. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And it's funny because when I do go off track, it's almost like an out-of-body experience and I come back into it and I go, what happened then? How did I just inhale that? Yeah, that's that's bizarre. I very rarely have out-of-body experiences. That's because you're Um, so calm and conditioned. No, I'm not calm. Um, definitely no, not a calm actually, person. That's true, that's yeah, no. <laughs> there's a whole lot of chaos going on here. <laughs> a little less chaotic than me, but it's funny though with us. Mm. Like you, I think you know we talk sometimes how we're a bit yin and yang. Like I kind of roll in a bit kind of chaotic and whatnot, and Mel always is a bit more organised and put together. But yet, I think sometimes when the situation is stressful, mm. I can actually be more calm. Mm than you yeah. in that situation. And I'm yeah, and I'm it's chaos. Funny, isn't it? There you go. It's See? Not chaos, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Or maybe I'm just so used to chaos when things get chaotic it <laughs> that you get really calm. It me. doesn't ruffle your yeah, feathers. Yeah, whereas funny. I don't like it. Laurie, one thought I have and I want to know, does has anyone ever questioned you on the mindset of fifty being fine? Let's just go for it. Fuck being fine. <laughs> Sometimes when I think of that, I go, is that 
in opposition to the mindset of gratitude and being grateful. Mm. How do we angle, untangle that in our minds? You know, is, is, it's kind of like sometimes I've caught myself saying to the kids, you know, there's always going to be someone better off, always someone worse off. We have to be grateful. But then we're going, well, hang on, no, fuck being fine. Let's reach for the stars. We deserve it. And then that voice gets in your head, you know, the old mantra, I have enough, I do enough, I am enough. So how do we untangle that? Get quiet. I've answered myself. I don't think they're in opposition myself. at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, don't think, I don't think they're in opposition at all. Gratitude always has to be present to achieve more. Like you can be content with what you have. There's nothing wrong with being content with what you have and still strive for more. Excellent. I think that is exactly what our soul is designed for. Thank you and for putting that so simply because that, that just kind of went, you know, when you hear things simply yeah. and you just go, yeah, yeah. but sometimes <laughs> I get in my head about it. Yeah, finding the gratitude for where you are is, the mo- is super important for being able to attain more. You are always going to attract what you're looking for. So if you are looking for, we said earlier, if you're looking for things to complain and criticize, you will attract more of those. If you are looking for more things to be grateful for, when you when you are feeling gratitude for what you already have, you are then attracting more things for which to be grateful. Excellent. Wow. It makes sense. It does. Mm-hmm. And thank you for putting that so simply. Yeah. Because, yeah, sometimes our questioning well, is I a bit convoluted. Even isn't my it? question was a little bit <laughs> it's like, overwhelming. Did you actually understand that was the an question? question. <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> Even though it went round and round, round in circles, and round. but I'm glad that you could see through it all and give me a, a very was succinct able answer. to unpack that in her mm. mind and actually answer it. So yes. hats off to you, yes, Laurie. That's what she does. Very well what she does. done. Yes. We love that. Thank you. We love it. Well, Laurie, we're running out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Because I'm sure they would love to hear more from you. Yeah, I would love to offer your listeners a free PDF that I have that's called The Five Easy Ways to Start Living the Sabbatical Life. This is a short guide to working less and living better. A lot of what we talked about. Well, I for one, I'm going to be downloading that. I am too. (laughs) I'm writing it down furiously. And you can find it at zenrabbit.com. My website is zenrabbit.com. Yeah. And Laurie, one of the things that we spoke about that really resonated with me was the meditation that you can, Mm. that you customize for people. Can they also reach out to you via your website if they're interested in that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. You can go to the website and click on the, the services. It's actually on the homepage. If you scroll down, you'll see a, list, a link that says customized gratitude meditation. Awesome. So, Laurie, when we were chatting at the beginning, I don't think we actually got to tell everyone where you're actually from and where we're speaking to you from today. Oh, I did mention the States. Oh, did you? Yeah, 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 I States did. States is a very big place. When I was trying to organise this with Laurie, we were talking about, is it Virginia? And I had the wrong Virginia in the wrong state or the town Virginia and not the state Virginia or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, the, the wrong, you had a town in a different Yeah, she very kindly said, I'm on the, other side, I'm of the, on the other side of the country. <laughs> Yeah. Very polite, okay. though. Very in a t- polite. different time zone. <laughs> it's a big country. Yes. Yeah. I, I am in Virginia, which is and right outside of Washington, D.C. It's just fascinating. I really am, and I sound like a middle-aged woman when I just, the which technology okay. blows me away. Yeah, it's very cool that we can talk to you. Yeah, in real time. I'm sitting here. Wow. How, where are you? How does I it work? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> mm. I was thinking the same thing before we got on today mm. about how cool is it that we're yeah. on opposite sides of the world. I can see you. Correct. I can hear you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's awesome. This is like when we were kids, this was like unheard of science fiction. Fully. Yeah. Fully science fiction. Right? Yeah. The, yep. Like the Jetsons. Did you have the Jetsons? Oh, my yes. God, yeah. I yes. still want their food machine. <laughs> I want that car that flies through the air. So you're not stuck yeah, in see, the traffic. Oh, this well, is where we're Mel. different. Yeah. I want the food machine. She wants the car. <laughs> let me tell you, Mel, tell I me. had a FaceTime conversation with my 13-year-old nephew last weekend, and he told me that he is building a flying car. Yes. It's not far away. Okay. Go him. Go him. Yeah. Um, I'm all mm. for I'll line up. I want one of those most definitely. Okay, so mm-hmm. Laurie, we have a wrap-up question that we ask all our guests on Don't Give a 50. And what we want to ask is if you could time travel, ha-ha, <laughs> beautifully segued from the Jetsons, yeah. what advice would you go back and give your 
20-year-old self? I would advise my 20-year-old self to step into her confidence and her uniqueness more more sooner more so- sooner <laughs> than <laughs> sooner than i did yeah and that that there is a beauty in that there's a power in that and and to just believe that i had more knowledge cuz that was a thing i have always until maybe the past 5 or 10 years mm. i don't know enough I did know enough. I'm always mm. learning. Yeah. But at the time when I thought I didn't know enough, I knew more than I thought I knew. Yeah. And yeah. I knew plenty to do whatever it was that I thought I could not do. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That really resonates <clears throat> with me. And mm. it's a similar theme that we hear with a lot of our guests. Mm. But confidence. And what also gets me is that when we ask this question, so often, like today, the advice that we would give our 20th, 20 year old self is still relevant to ourselves mm-hmm. today. If we yeah. dig deep yeah. and be really honest with ourselves, that is still advice we need to hear today. Because even you saying that to yourself, I'm thinking, yeah, Trish, you need to you need to listen to that. You should listen to that when you're 20 and you yeah. should take that on board for now as well because we still, yeah. yeah it's Absolutely. And, and to sum it up, you belong at the table. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And, you know, it's funny mm. because this week I have, been listening to Hamilton soundtrack, the musical again. Sorry for those people who aren't Hamilton nerds like I am, but I always love the lyrics. I want to be in the room where it happens, and that's what reminds mm. me of that. I'm not going to yeah, sing it. No, know what's going on no. in my head? Yeah, no. <laughs> I could. Yeah. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. There she goes. All right. We better wrap it up there, Laurie. Laurie otherwise, you- oh my gosh, I have just loved meeting you so much. It's been such a fun conversation. If you weren't around the world, I'd suggest we go and have a cup of coffee or some dinner or a glass of wine, something right now, because I think it would be a lot of fun. Ma- margarita or an espresso martini? Oh, yes. Yes. All of that sounds yeah, fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One day. Yeah. One day. I'm going to have day. to plan a trip. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, if you yes. do, let us know and we'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. To. Thank you okay. so much for your time and generosity. And in our show notes, we will let all of our 50s tribe know how to find you and your wisdom. And uh, thank you. We've got to let you go. It's getting late to, over there. <laughs> my joy to be here today. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Laurie. That's it from us today. As Trish said, we will put links to today's awesome guest, Laurie Sites, in our show notes so you can access her, her free course, her website, socials, everything. Don't forget to stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram at Don't Give a 50 or email us at hello at don'tgiveafifty.com.au. If you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to discuss or if you'd like to put yourself or someone you know forward to be a guest, go to our website at don'tgiveafifty.com.au. And while you're there, sign up to be part of our 50-ish tribe. Also, and very importantly, if you've got a moment, leave us a rating and a review. Remember, gorgeous 50-ishers, life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome regardless of age. And living and aging is an absolute privilege and just being awesome is our right. Yes. And as Laurie said, fuck being fine. If you want a bit more, then Go and do it. I love it. I'm on board for that. You had a town in a different Yeah, she very kindly said, I'm on the other side of the country. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.